Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 3, Episode 30, Binge-Worthy Shows to Watch When Crocheting and Knitting. Oh, what are you watching? Um, I'll tell you, I'm not more of a binge-worthy show person. I find mm-hmm. I tend to watch the same movies okay. over and over and over. Um, And maybe because anybody listening this far that we haven't talked about this i am like 1987 when it comes to technology i don't have netflix i don't have hulu i don't have any streaming service whatsoever so to be honest sometimes i'm a little jealous like when the whole um what was it was it tiger kings or what was the name yeah of that? everybody yeah. was talking about it and i'm like i have no idea what anybody's talking about who's carol Baskin? <laughs> um, <laughs> So I kind of feel left out sometimes, my own fault, because I am, like I said, 1987 here, I still pay for cable when we've got like 300 channels that I only watch two of, but it's almost like a comfort blanket for me, cable is. I I just, I can't find myself to pull the plug yet. So I don't necessarily have any shows, but I'll tell you anytime the Pitch Perfect movies are on, or even if they're not, I have them all recorded. Uh, They are a standard go-to for me, so is the movie Dirty Dancing okay uh i will watch it anytime it's on i could probably recite the entire movie to you without it being on (laughs) um but yeah movies i think are more my go-to um what what about you do you do shows yes yeah um and it depends on the mood that i'm in um right now i'm re-watching shameless i've probably watched that series I don't know, six times, <laughs> maybe, uh, all the way through. So I'm watching it again. And then I also like to watch Outlander. I've never, seen either, of I've never seen either of those shows. Oh. A single episode. I think you would really like Outlander. Um, I like watching that show because you see a lot of the period clothing. And okay. uh, because it takes place back during, like, the 1700s. So back before the Revolutionary War. Um, So premise of the show is she, the main character, was a nurse during World War II. And her and her husband um, went to Scotland for a little trip. And they, um, she wound up in some kind of like circle where like a coven was doing kind of a magic thing spell i guess i don't know i'm not really into witchcraft but um doing like a, a thing on <laughs> halloween and so she touched one of the rocks and it ended up being a portal and took her back into the 1700s where she lived for um and met um her second husband because <laughs> uh, she did end up marrying um the other main character while she was there and then and then she comes back um for a little while and then she ends up going back again sorry spoiler alert if anybody hasn't seen it but it's like seven or eight seasons in now so <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to watch the news at this point right <laughs> um but yeah so it's really good but i really like that show because it brings a lot of historical facts and people and events oh kind of um and just sort of ties them all together and um but she wears a lot of like knitted and 
um, capelets and that kind of stuff. And it's funny because when that show really started getting popular, a lot of people in like the crochet and knitting groups and stuff were creating patterns to mimic a lot of the like period clothing that you see. Okay. So I think I might've seen her show. I mean, in a knitting group, maybe a picture of someone and they were like, anybody know what this pattern is? Cause I love it. And that (laughs) was that show. Yeah. Um, But of course at the time I was like, yeah, that is really nice. I wonder if there is a pattern for that. I had no idea. um, Yeah. More about the show. And then I will say too, I mean, if it comes to shows, I mean, I don't know. I listen to a lot of, like, Dateline or real, like, true crime podcasts. So, mm-hmm. if there's not anything on to watch, I will turn it on, like, the ID channel or First 48 or Dateline or something. Because, one, chances are I've probably already seen or heard it. So, I don't need to pay right. attention to it. Yeah. Um, But I do like having something going on in the background. Um, Or, I'm such a nerd. Like, a lot of times, even if, like... You know, when I get home from the workday, I always have actual, like, work to do still. Um, I always have the TV on on mute. Just, like, watching what's happening. Sometimes some subtitles in the mix. But it's like, I can't have the sound because that overwhelms me when I'm trying to work. But I do still need it on to be able to just keep an eye on what's happening. Um, again, I think it's like a security blanket. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's how I am with with those shows. It's, I've, I mean probably this is probably my fourth or fifth time going through outlander up up to the point where where they are now i don't have cable either so i'm a season behind because i have to wait until it comes out <laughs> on streaming what but on netflix on? is it like a what stars is what it's on on tv but it's on netflix like the what was that other what's the uh yellowstone i really wanted to watch mm-hmm. it um but it's not available to me to like start from you know season one episode one. It's on Peacock, and it's free, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, then I might. Or at least I had a free trial because I definitely didn't pay for it. We have a vice president that during uh, a recent trip to Ohio, when I went for some training, um, constantly kept saying things to our colleagues about sounds like going to be a train station day for you. And I was like, okay, (laughs) tell me what that means. Cause I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Finally, one of the girls was like train station. You don't want to go to the train station. It's not, no, it's not good. But I was like, why does he just keep saying that? Every time he would say it, everybody would kind of like snicker a little, like under their breath. And I'm like train station. What are you (laughs) talking about? Um, Turns out, I guess it's from that show. And that means you're getting offed maybe, or, uh, but I, I felt dumb because I'm like, Raise your hand if you've never seen a single episode. Or what was the other one everybody was really into? Um, Winter is coming. What is the... Game of Thrones? Yes. Thank you. I never watched a single episode of that, I have to admit. (laughs) Nor have I. But again, it was something everybody was really into. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I can't... I want to rewatch Desperate Housewives because I freaking loved that whole show... But then there's other shows. I love Grey's Anatomy. I have watched it since the pilot episode, but you couldn't pay me to start at the beginning and rewatch it because, (laughs) like, I'm sad enough as it is, and I can't handle, like, George dying again or Derek dying again. Like, no. I mean, I feel like I needed time off of work when Derek died. (laughs) Uh, Yes. 
it was traumatizing to say the least um so i don't know i can't that's not a show i could ever watch or find myself being like oh, i'm gonna watch reruns of Grey's anatomy no thank you uh i have enough trauma already from that show that i don't think i need to encourage anymore um but then i also love like old shows to watch as well if we're talking shows like old episodes of roseanne oh them. um and i know that's dumb like what an odd show to watch but man some of that stuff was funny and it was before everybody was like up in arms if you wore the wrong color and so it was just very like wholesome i feel like and relatable. that's how we are with married with children yes yeah we have the box set and like it's always in the dvd player <laughs> that's it like, we and we grew up watching that and like mama's house oh my gosh my mom loved that show or mama's family what was it mm-hmm. um mama's family yeah. yeah she loved that too but but yeah married with children like uh, probably something i shouldn't have watched as a child but back then you had like one tv to the whole household and you watched whatever the adults said you were watching um but i love that show too and i just feel like it's like old school comfort mm-hmm. um i don't know bring me back like fresh prince of bel-air bring me back blossom bring me bring me back to the 90s essentially is what i'm saying i guess <laughs> can we get tgif back yes yes <laughs> Uh, remember that Boy Meets World and Sabrina and all them? Yes. On oh, Friday nights. Love Sabrina and love Family Matters also on Friday yep. nights and Step by First, Step. Oh, Step by Step. Fresh Prince and Blossom were back to back. And like those were times I just wish our kids could understand because like I distinctly remember a very specific episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air where like it talked about like abuse and violence and home and like they put out a warning to the viewers like <sighs> watch with care watch with your family so that you can like have a conversation with your kids and like i remember like leading up to that episode like tonight's the night that crazy episode is on that they've been telling everybody about and it's on at eight o'clock um now it's just not like that because it's like oh there's this crazy episode they're like yeah i streamed that three months ago thanks uh yeah. i feel like it's lost its luster a bit yeah i agree all of the new age craziness um but yeah the movie dirty dancing that's another one for me that i just literally love that movie and again i don't know why probably first time i saw it i was like five so i don't know but even to the point that like when they're working on the you've you've never seen it still right no huh what a shame you know (laughs) you know what we have coming up as a trip where you're gonna (laughs) with me and we're gonna watch stuff if it's raining has i'm gonna buy uh, the don't you worry i will have it covered uh, has the other one who doesn't watch a lot of movies seen it i feel like she hasn't i feel like that's gonna go in the group maybe we need a movie watching party we're gonna have a movie night to school the two of you because i guarantee the fourth party has seen them all uh it is yeah. parties number two and three that have not seen anything <laughs> i feel like um but they're preparing for a talent show and like even when the sister is singing and doing her part like she counts it out she's like four five like i i could recite that whole song including her counting and the numbers and everything it's such a classic i need you to we need we need you to look it up tonight the tribe has spoken i need you to look it up and see if it's on any of your streaming stuff now what is it it's not like a summer camp that she's at right no, so her dad is a doctor and takes the family on like an old school because it's set in like I don't know the late fifties maybe. Um, takes them on a f- summer vacation to a resort. 
And so oh. the resort has like, it's like a stay there the whole time resort. So there's, you know, the place where you have your dinners, but then there's also like comedy shows and games and sports and um, whatever. But essentially, and I, I'm sure I'm not spoiling this for anybody that's listening. And if so, I'm yeah. sorry, take it back to 1980 something. Um, but essentially she gets in with like, there's all these little cabins for like the employees that teach the dance lessons. There are the servers, there are the chefs, whatever. And they're not supposed to co-mingle with the guests because all the guests are very like fancy schmancy doctors and whatever. Um, oh. And the get or the the workers uh, are where the dirty dancing ensues because they're like listening to, you know, I don't want to say rock music because in the 50s, it, it wasn't like what we would consider rock music, but like rebellious music, I guess, for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh so the 50s is when it's supposed to take place i believe it is the later 50s is when the like the setting takes place the movie came out i think in the 80s but it's like late 50s or early 60s is the setting of the movie Um, but baby the main star Mm -hmm. uh gets in with the workers and johnny's cousin which is patrick swayze johnny um his cousin invites her to go back where they are and like that's a super no-no you're not supposed to do that because she's the doctor's daughter and a guest. Well, he's like, here, carry these watermelons in for me. So he's carrying some, she's carrying one. And like, literally, it's my favorite line of the whole movie. She walks in and Johnny, Patrick Swayze, is like, what is she doing here? And she's like, oh, I, I carried a watermelon. And she's like holding this giant watermelon in the most awkward fashion ever. And that was the only thing she could think to say was that she carried a watermelon. But oh, um, okay, Penny, who is Johnny's dance partner not romantically Mm -hmm. involved although you would believe otherwise they're not uh got got knocked up by robbie the server and baby thinks she's doing some big favor to everybody because they found some off the wall doctor to do an abortion on her and Mm -hmm. baby goes to her dad to get the money and she's like you told me always if anybody ever needed to help that you would help and not ask questions and i need you to not ask questions i just need this money which back then it was like 300 dollars. that's a lot of money for the 50s yeah and, and, yep it was a botched bad deal penny almost oh. died she had to go wake her dad up baby had to go wake her dad up in the middle of the night and tell him what happened so that he could go save penny but in the meanwhile while penny's like recuperating baby takes in the role of the dance partner and they do like other hotels around oh. so she's like going and pretending to be like a professional dancer she's not they literally just taught her everything she knows at this resort um but uh, long story short the doctor dad hates johnny patrick swayze thinks he's worthless thinks he's the one that got penny knocked up he wasn't it was robbie the server but at the very end of it it's a whole thing and that's where the whole nobody puts baby in the corner comes from because they're at the end of the season like recital concert type program and uh johnny comes busting in walks right over the table and says nobody puts baby in the corner gets her they go on stage and do the most epic dance of a lifetime um it's a great movie i don't care who you are it is a fantastic movie we have to bring it with us when we go on our trip yes 100 percent. it's going down for sure like i literally i'm gonna when we're done here gonna be amazoning (laughs) (laughs) um it's just one of those like and i think you know again i the first time i saw it was probably like five i don't know when did it i don't know when it came out i was born in 84 when did this movie come out when did dirty dancing come out i like that my phone knows when 1987 oh okay i mean it's definitely old i think they made like a dirty dancing part two 
I'm not a fan of any of that. I don't no. want to lose part two. I don't want a remake of Dirty Dancing. I think it was called yep. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. No. Just stop. It was a classic. We don't need to mess with it. I agree. I I don't like sequels like in general. I I've always been that way. Even like like I was very resistant of like Toy Story 2 and then definitely oh. like Toy Story 3. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like, want I Monsters Inc., but I refused to watch Monsters University. Yeah. I'm just like it it was fine. Leave it alone. You know, I got to say though, I feel like that I'm I'm in I'm like that in life in general because like Oreos and Pop-Tarts lately come out with some wild flavors. Yeah. I'm not about any of them. I refuse to even try them. I do not want a Swedish fish flavored Oreo. Oh. Nor do I want an orange crush pop flavored Pop-Tart. No. Because then you wonder, like, what all are they putting in it to flavor it? You know? Right. When it comes to now, it's not a breakfast food. Now it's like a sugary treat. Right. Pop-Tarts, you're going to find me eating two variations of Pop-Tarts. Brown sugar cinnamon or strawberry. And Brown sugar cinnamon is Ethan's favorite. Same. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that we have a box of those in the pantry right now. Um, for me, I like the s'mores ones. Okay. Uh, the kids like those. Remy's favorite, I think, would probably be brown sugar cinnamon or Oreo. Or I guess they call it cookies and cream. Yes, Lucas likes those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just brown sugar cinnamon or strawberry. And I think those are probably like the two original flavors. Like I don't, I'm not very any far from that. Oreos. I mean, if I'm forced to, I'll eat a vanilla one, but it's a no for me. Yeah. My very, you know what those are good for? Um, strawberry crunch cake things, you know, the strawberry crunch bars. Yeah. I've seen people make, like they crush up the vanilla Oreos and mix them with like, uh, I don't know, like a strawberry flavoring or whatever. And then like that's what they make the the crunch stuff that for. For like their cakes and things. Never tried cake pops. I was a little mind blown this week. Uh cake pops traditionally are made with cake. I know it's a mm-hmm. crazy, crazy concept. Uh I saw a video of some sheer genius that bought a box of, you know, the Loft House sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumped the whole box in the mixer bowl. Yeah. Blended them up. And because uh-huh. of the frosting and the consistency of the cookies, it made cake pop to where all you had to do was ball them up and then dip them in icing or whatever you were doing. Hmm. And I feel like that's a win because who doesn't love those sugar cookies? Oh, I know. Lucas does. <laughs> anything. Right. That's what I'm like. Your birthday wasn't just this past weekend. I would be trying to figure out a way to mail those to you. Maybe when it's cooler, when they're not going to melt in the mail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, that is either really lazy or really smart. Um, I saw um, a recipe that I want to try at Christmas time where someone made like a a cookie dip out of those Christmas tree, Little Debbie oh. Christmas tree cakes. Yep. Uh, my younger sister made that a couple years ago. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Although the recipe she used called for like smashing up several boxes of the Christmas tree cakes in the dip. Uh huh. And yeah. she's pissed because she was like, "I'd rather just eat the trees. Like it's good, oh. that good. Like, 
um, and they ate it. They had graham cracker little sticks, I think, with yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really tasty. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, she was more like, just give me the trees. <laughs> I'm going to say, Lucas loves those trees. Man. So we I was all. like, that would be cool for like a Christmas get together or yeah. whatever, you know, and make that and get like those little. I don't know, vanilla wafers or whatever. not the Ooh. vanilla wafers, like the cookie wafers, but like the, the ones, you know, that you can use for like the banana pudding stuff. You know what I mean? There's the difference between like the vanilla wafers, right? And then the ones that are like almost like a cracker cookie, you know, the ones that are like the long rectangles that have the icing on them. They're, they're also like strawberry and chocolate. Oh, okay, but it's more like a wafer, like a Kit Kat. Yes, I don't like those. Yep. I like the little round cookies, like the vanilla yes. cookies. I yeah. People use those in banana pudding? Yeah. Um, my my grandma used to make a, like, that was what the crust of, like, her banana cream pie was. I am mind blown. I have never heard of such a thing. I mean, it makes sense. But well, I'm gonna send you a recipe then. Um, that is a walking banana cream pie, and so it's those those little cookies, but like in the little you know little single serving snack bags. Yeah, and then you put like banana pudding on top of the little cookies that are inside of the the little bag, and then. Like are we cool talking little wafers or are we still talking about those other things? No, we're talking about the little, the cookie. Like the mini vanilla wafer cookie? Yes. The okay. ones that come in like the yellow Nabisco Yes, okay. Box. I saw that recipe where it was like a walking taco, but a freaking yes. banana yes. pudding. Um, I'm about that life. My problem is when I make banana pudding, I will make a whole pan of it and then it will be gone in like three hours same Uh, (laughs) so good um i have the same problem we really enjoy like just cutting up fresh strawberries Mm -hmm. i will clean and cut them all up and then put them in a bowl and then i will sprinkle them with sugar and shake them around and put them in the fridge and then by the next day sugar mixed with the natural whatever from the strawberries makes like a juice almost Mm -hmm. dude we will fight for those strawberries and (laughs) like there's just never enough. It doesn't matter what we do. Everybody loves them. They're delicious and there's never enough. But I saw the I saw the walking banana pudding because I thought to myself, man, that would be a hit at a concession stand. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, for like just summer, whatever, summer get together, summer birthday parties where they're, you know, kids or whatever. Because vanilla pudding is pretty cheap. And like you can get the boxes, you know. For like a yes. dollar, <laughs> and uh, and it goes around because I mean, how many scoops are you really going to be able to? F- one of those little bags, not many. So it would that, and then like with the whipped cream, which is also not terribly expensive, and those little single serving bags. I mean, you can you can make a bunch of those for pretty reasonably price. Yeah, I feel. That would be amazing. And I feel like now we need an excuse to make that happen. Like I agree. I agree. So Added to the list of things. A bunch of the mini bags of vanilla wafers from Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. 
and we're gonna do it up. I feel like it's gonna be like a. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the plane in October, and they're gonna be like, "You cannot bring an entire grocery cart through airport security, ma'am." <laughs> I was thinking because I'm driving, so I can get whatever we need and stock up on it, like a couple cases of water or whatever. So. I don't know if we've mentioned it on here. I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit tonight, but we are taking a uh, girls' vacation in October. Sarah and I, and two of our work sister friends. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie, I could not be more excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be super fun. But um, did you guys find flights or any luck looking at that? Or um, I have not heard anything. Okay. And I am leaving that up to the flight planner. Um, I will take her word for whatever she feels is best because I have never uh, booked a flight before and that's that is not my expertise <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know cost wise what that would look like this close um, I'll probably look it up tonight just for giggles to humor myself and see. The ones that I was looking at, because I did look at pricing, and it was looking like round trip. It was anywhere from like $600 to $630. That's outrageous. That's not going to work for anyone. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, but that's why I was like, I don't, I don't know anything about flying. Like, I don't know what a reasonable cost for a flight is. Um, I can tell you, I have looked at flights from here to you because I was trying to fly you out here for your birthday um and round trip for that like two to three hundred oh okay it uh yeah I don't know that's I mean but, but again like I don't know I just googled flights and then I picked from like CVG to Myrtle Beach because I know those were like two of the areas we talked about. And it was like $600. But then we'd also probably need to get a rental car. I'd bet. Yeah, that's probably not going to work. Uh, not to sound like Debbie Downer here. But I cannot. Yeah, no. I just. I'm paying gas money. Three of you paying like nearly $2,000 to fly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I mean, I'll, I'm. I'm easy breezy. Like I'll do whatever, you know, I know for everybody. If you went back and read messages in our group chat to where they're like, does Sarah fly? And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> I, um, I say much about it because, um, and I'm going to call, call them out by name, not their last names. But, um, so I sent him a message, not, not in like an asking way, but in like, a, this is what I'm doing type of a, conversation because I'm trying to also hype myself up to get on a plane but um so I sent him a message and said we were talking in the group I don't think that we're going to be driving I'm pretty sure we're going to fly so um they're gonna let me know about ticket prices and we'll go from there so I get home and I'm like putting my bag down and you know unloading the dishwasher and stuff and like, he hadn't said anything, really, since I've been home other than, like, hi, how was your day, or whatever. And then he was, like, so I take it that you talked to the Rachels today about transportation to <laughs> to, to North Carolina. <laughs> I was, like, yeah, we did. And then I didn't say anything after that because I didn't want him 
saying anything to make me second guess myself. Um, but I'm going to print out my last will and testament and give it to someone for safekeeping just in case. I will say this. Factually, you have a better chance of dying in a car wreck than on a plane. That's true. Well, and that's what I was thinking, too. I was, like, in through, like, the mountains. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes me nervous about driving is a hill going to sneak up on me or a curve or something. And then I'm going to go careening off the side of a mountain. Oh, no. That's why I was texting you on the side. Like, I'm putting in the group and I'm like... Yeah, I don't know if she flies or not. I'll do some. <laughs> like, please don't panic. We will figure it out. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And that's the thing. Like, I would, I would much rather give someone just an exponential amount of money to just to just take care of things for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's probably why God didn't make me rich is because he was probably like, she just likes to just throw money at problems <laughs> instead of like solving. <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you need for gas money? Drive me down there a thousand dollars. Okay. Sounds good. Who do I write the check to? You know, and everybody listening, I just want to like paint the picture before leading up to the potential discussion of flying. Um, we had talked about a couple of different options. I volunteered to drive all the way to Ohio just to get Sarah and bring her down to the South. Which is crazy. I cannot let you drive all the way up here and then back down. I totally. Um, I also thought like, well, if Eric were to drive like part of the way, I could just scoop you up from there and then we could hit the road from there and go down. Um, and so it all comes to a point to where I'm like, you know, let's talk about the travel. Do you want me to see, like, what's up? Or are you going to check it out? And then finally, I'm like, no, I'm just going to check it out for you. It's fine. Sarah is literally like, I will Venmo them gas money right now. And I'm like, no, no, no. The trip is not for another month. Nobody's asking for gas money. But I just appreciate your efforts of trying to make it as smooth as possible. Uh, yeah, like you said, $1,000 right now. Um, <laughs> literally what it was like. Gas money. I will Venmo them gas money right now. I have credit cards locked up, but I will break them out. (laughs) Nobody's to handle this. August. We're not leaving until October. Uh, But I do, though, like the efforts of. I feel like we've all volunteered a Sam's Club trip at this point. Like, what's that? You need me to go Sam's Club? Get all the snacks. We're literally going to be there like three days. I know. Uh, that's why I was oh. like, I need to get playing cards, and, like, oh, no. and that's got, the thing. I don't know. I've got Uno cards. Obviously, we're bringing our yarn. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, doesn't even need stated. And right. I've got a bunch of board games and like just silly stuff. Um, and now we're gonna bring the movie Dirty Dancing. So I feel like we're yeah. in for a weekend of dreams. Yeah, I mean, if there were ever a girls' weekend, you know what I mean? Like, I can't think of anything more slumber party esque. Than like board games and old eighties movies. Yeah, the only thing we're not doing is having a pillow fight. I'm gonna go ahead and put my foot down there. I don't think I've ever had a pillow fight in my life, so that's fine. I <laughs> I can live another day without one. Thinking back on it, I don't know if I've genuinely ever had like a pillow fight. We used to mess around like at sleepovers and stuff, but it wasn't like the pillow fight you see in movies. Uh I don't know. We grew up in Ohio, so we were a little more hostile. Like one time my friend Destiny was staying all night and I don't know if she listens, but we're still friends now. And she said something, and I jokingly went to, like, backhand her. Dude, I knocked this girl's tooth out of her mouth. Oh, Um, I just knocked his tooth out on accident. And she's like, what the hell? And I was like, well, we were playing, and she said something. And I went to, like, play smack her, apparently with the impression that I had imagined, and knocked her tooth right out. Like, we we didn't do pillow fights. We just busted teeth out. Welcome to Ohio. Yeah, I'm going to say, we just listened to, like, the... 
like the top 10 countdown on Z93 or whatever with I was trying friends to my kids. called boys the top 10 countdown my kids obviously have zero clue because if they want to hear something they just download it and move on <laughs> But growing up in Masseyville, we were just far enough past Columbus that we barely got WNCI reception. Far enough Portsmouth that we didn't get that channel either. Um, so I had the super old school, like boomboxy style double cassette player radio in my room. And I had the antenna taped to the wall and then like tinfoil and coat hangers unfolded to like stretch the antenna over toward the window to just try to get it. <laughs> Juju to not have staticky songs. But that top 10 countdown would come on, man, and I would find whatever cassette tape that I didn't care about. I would put scotch tape over the two ends of it to be able to record over it. And then I would record the top 10 countdown so that I could then play it back later to learn the lyrics of the songs. Because I'm a sheer psychopath here. I don't know if anybody else ever did this, but I would record that top 10. And then I would play like, okay, song number 10. Here's Paula Abdul. And I would like... Listen to the first line, pause it, rewind it, listen to it again, pause it, write down that line on my notebook paper. Then I'd hit play, listen to the next line, rewind it a couple of times until I got it down, then I'd write that lyric down. This is how I passed my time as a child. I am like crying over here because I would do the same thing, write down the lyrics and stuff. And let me tell you, for some reason, I felt like I really needed to learn the lyrics to um, Hot in Here by Nelly. And I really... <laughs> the lyrics in a notebook so I can memorize that song and it's like but why you know though always down lyrics we didn't climb in a closet full of mirrors to learn a dance don't know that pain because if they want to know the lyrics to a song they go to google and type in what are the lyrics to whatever <laughs> And there it is. Nobody had to painstakingly rewind and fast forward to get to those lyrics. And then even then you're like, man, I've listened to that line like six times. What does she say in here? Let me turn it up louder and <laughs> hear it. Because sometimes you just don't know. So then you're like, I hope that's right. Because if not, I'm totally singing it not right. Have you ever watched those videos of like the misheard lyrics? Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> Actually, I will give you a Michael Bolton misheard lyric. <laughs> and Totally thought that song was saying steel balls. Oh no. Wrapped all around. Yep. That's steel one balls. Of my favorite songs. I know. But you are not singing steel balls, I could guess. No. <laughs> no. And no, I didn't know what they, he was saying. Yeah. Uh yeah, steel balls wrapped all around me. But yeah, no, those crack me up too. Um, I don't know, but I just those are all things of like 80s and 90s because beyond that the internet was around and then all that kind of fizzled out you knew what those lyrics were yeah uh, which no there's a what is her name uh there's a pop girl right now um i can hear i can see her in my head and i can hear part of the song so give me a second it's going to come to me um I can't, I can't, but she's crafty because she changed lyrics of her song that's like super popular right now. Every concert city she goes to, she changes it up to fit that um, 
and I cannot think of what the name of her song is right now. So I'm trying to Google it as I'm talking, but, but she changes the lyrics up every city to be like something from that city. Um, oh. Raunchy. So look at your own discretion if you want, because what she changes it up to in each city is Sabrina Carpenter. Mm, I don't know who that is. Um, the song is called Nonsense. Okay. Like, I bet your house is my other sock is. Woke up this morning and decided to write a pop hit. But um, whatever city she's in, she changes it up. Like um, Atlanta, she changed it up and said something along the lines of like, you know, this is where we get our Fanta. And I heard my peaches come from Atlanta. And like the crowd like loses their ever loving mind. <laughs> changes up the ending of that song. Um, so kids these days wouldn't be prepared for that, but, um, but yeah, I just feel like they, they're never going to know the pain of real. And I feel like too, so, okay. Not everybody is like us, I guess. Some people don't hear the words of the lyrics when they listen to music. They just hear the song as a whole. Jeff being one of them, we've had this discussion multiple times, he and I, mm -hmm. I can't listen to a song and not hear the lyrics. I wish I could. I can't. So there's some when I can hear like a military song and I'm like, nope, turning it. And then there's no way you even knew what that song was. And I'll be like, yes, I do. It was Go Rest Town on That Mountain, Vince Gill, and I'm not hearing it today. So I'll turn it back and be like, see, told you so. Um, yeah. I, I definitely listened to lyrics. I couldn't imagine not, I don't think. Right. See, that's how my brain works also, but apparently not everyone's works that way. Mm. Every song I hear, even if it's a stupid song, I hear the words and what they mean. Uh, I like Childers has a new song out called In Your Love. First, I freaking love Tyler Childers. Don't even come at me if you don't. It's okay. I respect you. Don't come at me. Because his new recent Music videos causing some controversy, but nonetheless, I love him. Um, he's a good Appalachia boy from Kentucky, but he's got a new song out called In Your Love, and I freaking love it because the lyrical magic in that song is just amazing. But again, people that don't even listen to lyrics have said they're never gonna appreciate that the way that we will. Um I freaking I know you're not a music fan, but I'm gonna send that song and make you listen to it after this also. Okay. There are some songs that, like, I don't necessarily like the singer, but I like the song. Like, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know I mean, like, like, there's a Miley Cyrus song that I love this song, but I am not a Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. It just. I feel your pain on that. There's actually a couple. Be honest. When she came out with this album, I really like the Flowers song. We talked mm -hmm. about it on here when it came out because mm -hmm. I on the fact that it was a sick burn on her ex and he had dedicated that song to her and she flipped it back on him I really but then like the song that she has that you like I like um have you heard the song Jaded no I don't think I yeah. have on that album too uh and I hate to admit it but I thoroughly enjoy them all although I don't know why the internet has to do this to me because you know I love Morgan Wallen also. Mm -hmm. Somebody sped him up, and when you speed him up, it sounds just like Miley Cyrus. Oh no! 
Oh, it's um interesting to say the least. But yeah, if you speed it up and pitch it up a little bit, same person. Huh. All the Morgan Wallen fans are losing their mind because he shaved his head. I saw that. That's that's wild. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about that. Like that's a drastic change. I just want to know, like, real deal. Did he go in and say shave it, or did he go in and say give me a trim? And somebody messed it up, and he's like, "Well, now you're gonna have to shave it." Like, did he get lice? Oh, I don't know. That's even, <laughs> it's an even better option. We need to. <laughs> oh, and that is how it goes because when we were kids. My little brother had lice and brought it home and all he did was shave his head and move on. Like the rest of us suffered and had to comb our hair and do all the stuff. And all he did was shave his head and act like nothing happened. And you might yeah. be honest. If not, we're going to start the rumor. You heard it here first. <laughs> and we will get sued. <laughs> I just feel like he probably could afford the best lice treatment if that was the case. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Nobody's going to be like, you can't afford this $7 NYX treatment, Morgan. Let's just get those clippers out. <laughs> well, and um, I don't know, because think of all like the kids these days who are all getting like the bullets again, because like it's a cool thing to do. All the country singers are doing it and whatever. And I feel like he was kind of one of them that brought it back. Yeah, Hardy's kind of got that look. And yeah. Bailey's I like him too. I do too. And Bailey's, I'm going to be honest. I didn't give Hardy a fair shake at first because we have a coworker that is kind of obsessed with him. Oh. Um, he works in your area. Oh. And specifically in the world of stuff that you started this week, he works directly with you in that. If I don't know if we can pair oh. that. Okay. Um, but he really liked him. And so at first I totally snubbed him because I was like, dude, if this guy's this obsessed, like clearly not someone I want to know. <laughs> um, which is and dumb of me, but he writes a lot of songs for other people. And I really always like, I'm, I'm such a weirdo when it comes to music, like any song that I ever like, I always look up to see who wrote it because like, are you singing that from your heart or does someone else write it? And you just bought it off of them. Yeah. Um, but he writes a ton of songs for other musicians in the country music industry. Um, and I really like that. Anybody that writes music like that, man, that's that's a deep mind to get into. Um, mm-hmm. so I saw him and Lainey perform Wait in the Truck. Mm-hmm. Like when he said Wait in the Truck, I'm like, oh, my God, goosebumps everywhere. Like, where did this guy come from and why did I not like him at first? Um, mm-hmm. You know how to really love, and this is obviously far off subject, which is what we do best, but jelly roll and his wife bunny and their relationship do you interviews both of them together both of them separately and man i love them yeah i'm just not maybe a fan of his i guess i don't know yeah he's not like music wise he's got a couple of songs that are okay for me but person wise Love them yeah. both. Um, I don't know if you follow Mama Tot at all. Uh-uh. No. I don't she know who that is. Blogger, maybe has a podcast. I don't know. But she's great. Uh, and I like her a lot, too. But her son was killed. And she always refers to him, like, in her videos and stuff when she's talking about him as her baby child. 
and she was at a jelly roll concert and he called her up on stage and was like look i don't know if you guys know mama todd or not but she lost her baby child and tonight i'm gonna dedicate this song to him and like she's just very wholesome a lot of people think that she's just bunny's just with him for the money and because he's famous because clearly you know look at her and look at him well she is too though isn't she like wasn't she like a stripper or something she, i but like I, a famous one escort uh oh and when they got together, he was literally living in a van, an Astro mm-hmm. van, and was trying to get custody of his daughter, who was in a bad situation with the mom. And Bunny said straight up, I'm going to help you get your daughter. Whatever happens with us, I don't care, but I'm going to help you get that girl. So she's like, well, first off, you got to have a place to live. So she bankrolled all of it. Got a condo for oh, him. Okay. Attorney helped him get custody of the daughter, which they still have now. She's a teenager and like just loves it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like just very, very wholesome and very with each other. Neither of them are there for whatever money the other person has. Yeah, I was gonna say she she came in with her own money. Like I, I knew that much, I guess. Before he even started making his own money. Yeah. Um, I watched him actually on a episode of a podcast with Joe Rogan. And he was like bawling talking about it because he's like, you know, so many people dog her and she's very tall. She wears stiletto heels all the time too. She is super insecure about her height because historically prior to her, Jelly Roll only dated like girls like five foot or less. And that was like a big concern of hers because she's very conscious about it. And I don't know if you ever get a chance to like listen to her, not even him, listen to her podcast. Um, I think it's called Dumb Blonde or something. Um but there's like videos of it on reels or Instagram or wherever where you can catch clips of it. But man, I love them. I really do. I feel like the fame hasn't gotten to their heads. They're very genuine to who they are. And I feel like we need a little more of that in the world. I don't know. But like I said, his music, eh, eh. Um, a couple songs like, but eh. Yeah, that's the same. Like there's like two songs I think that I, that I like. And then there are other ones that, because you know how like on Pandora or whatever, like you thumbs up a song and then it'll give you they right they want you to listen to five or six more. (laughs) I like there's been some others and I'm like "Eh, I'm not feeling that, but um, I don't really like self loathing songs. I guess is what I'm trying to say, and I feel like a lot of that is is that like. Yeah, does that make sense? uh, (laughs) I'm not even sure if I'm making sense at this point. It does. It totally does. I like, um, I think it's called Favor. That's where he says, I only talk to God when I need a favor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right there. And it all started with one little pill, and then from there it went downhill. But she was always the life of the party, and now look at her. Yes, throat. that's one of them that I like. I like that one too. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's relatable. Like we all know somebody like that. Yes, I agree. And I feel like uh, favor is very relatable too, because we know a lot of people that only pray when they're like in a desperate situation. Don't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like both are very relatable. But yeah, I'm like you. Like it's not all. I'm not a diehard. I love everything, but I love their story. I think more than anything. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening and you don't have any clue who we're talking about, go look these people up because just good holes. I mean, you're going to see a lot of tattoos, probably a lot of cussing. Mm-hmm. More than, but otherwise, genuine, wholesome, 
people, wholesome little love story, and I love it because you just don't, especially in Hollywood, man, these days, it's not about wholesome. It's not about genuine. Right. Uh, Maui, we're going to do that real quick because, man, just another week of just watching and we're really sorry, Maui, if anybody listening wants to help donate. I suggest you look up a direct or a direct way to reach those people. I know there's a lot of national programs and a lot of stuff out there, but I don't know how quickly that actually gets to where it needs to go. So you want to do something? I would do your research first and check out how you can help directly. Um, but nonetheless, we are still keeping you all in our thoughts and prayers. And, ooh, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Just crazy seeing all of the videos. And I think more so crazy now because everyone does have TikTok or does have some type of social media or cell phone to where it's not just media coverage we're seeing. It's like real raw people that were in the thick of it. And just heartbreaking. So we're we're still thinking of you guys. I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but just want to put it out there. We are we're still thinking of you. Uh, I'm gonna have Sarah send some pictures. She has been cranking out some ponchos in the past week, and they're amazing. Uh, oh, so I'm gonna put them in the group, and uh, we'd love to hear from you guys what you're working on right now. I know almost everybody is like sizzled out of the fair panic. Um, so now that that's kind of calmed down a little bit, we want to, we want to hear from you. What are you working on? Let us know. We would genuinely just love to hear from you. I know we say that every week, but one of these days you're going to take us up on it. All right. We really do want to hear from you. <laughs> We're desperate. Uh, no, but if you, if you should, so find, find a way to get a hold of us, um, social media, you can find us. They're all the same at needles hooks DL, or you can find our super awesome Facebook group, needles hooks and dirty looks podcast year long stitches on. Or if you would just love to drop us a line via Gmail, uh, it is spelled all the way out, needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Uh, no, needles, hooks, and dirty looks, is it? I just threw myself off there. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah this is sure. uh, God, three years in and still jacking up the email here. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but find us. We're all over the place. Find us and let us know what's up. You want us to discuss a certain topic next week? Hit us with it. We would literally love to hear from you. Otherwise, uh, find us here next week to find out what random topic we're discussing. If you don't tell us, we're going to pick one. Yep. Bye.